Welcome back to Up to Date with Kate, the podcast. I'm here with Angela Thorne. I call her Angie. <laughs> and um, we are going to talk today about personal development. So on my story, um, a few weeks ago, I had mentioned personal development and I got a lot of interest and a lot of replies. Some people saying, what is this? Some people asking for recommendations. Some people asking like what you get out of it and all those kinds of things. So what we're going to do on this podcast is kind of answer um, some of those questions for you guys. So first of all, Andy, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Where are you from? Tell us all the info. Well, hey guys, and thank you, Katie, for having me on your podcast. I feel so special. <laughs> um, so I'm actually, originally I'm from South Africa, but I've pretty much grown up here in the U.S. I lived in California for a while, and now I have lived in North Carolina since high school. After I graduated high school, I went to college here in Wilmington, which if you don't know North Carolina, it's this little town on the coast and I absolutely fell in love with like the beach lifestyle here and it caught me. I got stuck here and I never left my college <laughs> town. <laughs> but it's because I absolutely love it here. And so me and my boyfriend just brought it bought a place here and um we're loving it. But I actually for those of you who don't kind of know mine and Katie's relationship, we met because we do Rodan and Fields together. So a lot of what we're going to talk about kind of has to do with, uh, for me at least, I know um, I got into this world of personal development because of uh, starting my business. So I'm excited to talk with you guys about that a little bit. Yeah, 100% me too. I don't even know. Actually, I was going to say, I don't know. Also, by the way, I have lost my voice um, from singing too loudly <laughs> this weekend. I'm not sick. I just like literally saying way too loud. But um, I was gonna say that I hadn't heard the term personal development until Rodan and Fields, but I literally just remembered I was the career and personal development chair of my sorority way back when. This was wow. like, I know, this was like probably four years ago now. Um, but yeah, so I guess I have heard of it before then, but I don't think I really thought about it like I did until I got into Rodan Fields. So um, yeah, so okay, I'm excited. So my first question for you, Angie, is what is personal development to you? So when someone says personal development, what does that term mean to you? So I don't know if I think of it this way because I got into it due to starting a business, business but yeah. I think for every, for generally, for everyone, personal development is kind of this journey of getting to know yourself better in order to live your life better and become the best version of you so that you can get the most out of your life. And so for me, it was just really like, I want to become the best version of myself so that I can be the best business owner possible so that I can serve people and I can do this with love and service and not make it like, especially working in sales. I had worked yeah. in a job prior to doing Rodan and Fields and it, it felt icky. I didn't enjoy it. It was unfulfilling. And so when I started my Rodan and Fields business and I learned it was more of like a service mindset here and people mm -hmm. here were like servant hearted, I was like, all right, 
I could be really into that. And so I started kind of learning a little bit more about what that looked like and getting into all the personal development things, the podcasts and the books and everything. So it's yeah. this journey of becoming a better version of yourself. Yeah, I, I love that so much. So like, when did, did you start like reading these? Because I know for me, I have always been a big reader. Like I love to read, but it was kind of a weird transition like to adult life reading. Cause like my reading was like the fault in our stars and Harry Potter and Nicholas Sparks. And then I got a little older and like have slowly transitioned, you know, from the novels to what I read now are mainly personal development books. Like I have a stack of personal development books in front of me right now that I'm going to tell when we get to our recommendations portion. But like, did you experience, I don't know if you liked to read when you were younger or not, but like, I feel like it's been such a, um, almost like, wow, I really am old kind of thing for me. So it's funny. I loved reading when I was like a kid, but yeah. then when I got to like high school, I think I just started to think I was like too cool. For yeah. I was too cool to learn anymore. Like I know everything now that I'm in high school. Um, yeah. but so I actually like wasn't into reading, especially after being in college and being made to read all these things yeah. that I didn't read. Like, I, it wasn't something that I got excited about. So I really got into it when I started watching like Rodan and Fields trainings on, especially yeah. consultants um, who were sharing their stories. A lot of what they were constantly talking about was mindset. And mm -hmm. a new mindset wasn't necessarily something that you like snap your fingers and change your mindset it was more yeah. so like a process of developing healthy mental habits and uh create using tools like books and podcasts and that kind of thing to get your your mind in a healthy place so that you can yes. do things essentially um, yeah no and that's so important because if your mind is not right no matter what you are trying to do it's like not going to go the way that you want it to so that's the first step in business fitness just life in general you've got to have that mentality of whatever it is depending on whatever your goal is so yeah. i and that, definitely go ahead no you're good that's uh exactly what I think personal development is because people are like, all right, well, you got to have a great mindset, right? But mm -hmm. that's but so different <laughs> for everyone. You can't yeah. just tell somebody like, all right, well, you got to think this way, you know, because that might not be something that they struggle with. So personal development is kind of like, it kicks off with this, this piece of self-awareness and like learning who you are and what the things that you may mentally struggle with or may hold you back, like limited beliefs and that kind of thing. Um, when you, when you can recognize those areas of your life that could use work, then you're able to go on this journey of like bettering yourself in that specific area. Yes. And I know that I talk about the Enneagram all the time, but it has helped me so much on so many different levels to like really almost like dive deep into myself and almost figure out why I'm reacting the way I react or why I, you know, respond to these types of things better than these types of things. 
And so my like Enneagram journey has really, really helped me a lot. Um, and it's even like we talk a lot about in road and fields and I'm sure other people talk about this too, like why you want to do what you're doing. And my Enneagram has like really helped me with my whys in life because I value freedom more than anything. And if you look at my life, you can see that the things that I'm doing are pointing me in the direction towards freedom, time freedom, financial freedom. Like literally the thought of being locked down in any way is like horrifying to me. <laughs> so like, yes, even my husband, after we got married, he was like, um, you know, I can't believe you married me. And I was like, why? Like, I did not know where this conversation was going. And he was like, you hate commitment. And I was like, you're right. I don't know. I just love you. So I guess you're the exception. But like, I hate other types of commitment. Like we're thinking about buying a car right now. And I literally almost bought one last night on a whim and then was like, no, I don't like commitment. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I'm literally the exact same way. When I bought my car, I, I needed a car for years before yeah. I bought it. And I eventually was just, I, one of my friends had just bought a car and I liked it. And so I literally called up on the last day of the month, which I know they're always trying to close sales on the last day of the month at like yeah. car dealerships. And I called and I was like, I want this car in this color with these things. Can you have it to me today? And I literally went and bought no. it because I couldn't be given the options. Like I was like, this is yeah. going never happen. And we did mm -hmm. the same thing with the house, like right before we closed on it. I called Jake while he was at work and I was like, I'm having a breakdown. I just want to travel the world and buying a house seems like a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That I'm literally the exact same way. And something that you do that I need to get better at. So my weekly schedule is so wonky right now that it's so hard for me to get in a routine. So I technically work three days a week as a teacher and then spend the other days working photography and Rodan and Fields and, you know, this podcast and things like that. So it's like, it's almost like I can't, I'm in this weird space where I can't find a routine because half of my week looks completely different from the other half, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But something that I admire about you is I feel like you have a really good morning routine. So can you kind of share your mornings with us and what you do? Because me, Shana, and Angie, Shana's another one of our RF gals, but we had this group message, and Angie, like, never takes us back before, like, 10 a.m., and we're always up early, but, so, tell us, tell our listeners about that. So, I actually really created my morning routine over the past, like, over my entire personal development journey. I just started noticing things that helped me and mm -hmm. I like work those into my morning routine and it's not always the same every morning. It's not like yeah. I'm, I'm strict with it. Robotic, when yeah. I think like I need it, I have it, you know? Um, but it kind of looks like, so there's really two different ways that it can go when I feel like I need it. One, if I've gone to bed anxious, like I know I'm going to have a lot of stuff to do the next day and I don't know how I'm going to get it all done. So I, automatically wake up and I'm feeling mm -hmm. anxiety that's me like every morning Paul <laughs> like, can just sleep in like just like a person just normal just sleep but it's like my brain turns on at seven o'clock and I start thinking of all the things I have to get done and there's no physical way I can go back to sleep after those thoughts yeah so but anyways 
Absolutely. That's, that's, ex and I, it's not just you, I, everybody, there's not everyone, a lot of people feel this way. Yeah. They wake up in the morning, they feel like they got to like, it's like this to-do list just slaps them in the face. Mm -hmm. And then instead of kind of like grounding themselves and feeling ready in the mornings, they just like brush your teeth, wash your face, put your clothes on, get out of the house, go type that your is in so your phone app on your way somewhere. You know? That is made to a T. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so common. And especially when you're working a job where you're required to be somewhere and you're not necessarily getting enough hours of sleep. It's like this struggle of trying to decide, should I sleep the extra 30 minutes or should I yes. there and do this process, this morning routine to get me feeling centered throughout the day so that I'm not feeling like I'm on an emotional roller coaster of trying to get started. Yeah. So I'm totally a new year, new me person. I do this every single year. But um, I am telling myself that I'm starting, and I already know, here's the thing about me, I already know what I want to be a part of my morning routines. Like, I literally have made several lists several times, and like, this is great for me, I want to do this, and then I just don't do it. Like, so I'm declaring in January, check in on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, like, I love to hear it, because it's been so life-changing for me. Um, but I really was like waking up with terrible anxiety some mornings to where I, it was paralyzing. Like I literally felt like I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't even rush around to go do things because I was like paralyzed with anxiety. And so that's why yeah. I started to take this morning routine really seriously. Um, but so if that sounds like you, like if that, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I wake up and I literally feel paralyzed with starting my day because I'm so anxious about everything I have to get done breathing exercises totally changed my life. Literally mm -hmm. five minutes of laying in my bed or laying on the floor, breathing really deeply in and out into my belly, that changed my life. Um, Cause when you're, when you have that anxiety, you don't realize that you're like literally breathing shorter breaths. Yeah. You can't feel it unless you're consciously thinking about it. And that automatically also puts your body in a state of just like stress. So, um, that was one thing that I did for the anxiety. That was like a big part of the process, but little things that just helped me kind of fill up my cup in the morning were doing my devotional, my devotional short. It's a little one page thing. So it's like, I read mm -hmm. one pours into my spirit and then I read some, it has like a verse in there that I kind of let guide me throughout the day. And then I also have, um, a gratitude journal. And this is something I try to be really good with. I'm not always good with it. Sometimes I'll do little challenges with myself. Like, let's see if we can do this for the next seven days. Because I have such a core belief that unless you are coming from a place of gratitude and all the things that you approach throughout your day and throughout your week, like your job, and literally just like going off and trying to make money or running your, running your business or having the motivation to go work out, if you don't have this foundation of gratefulness for everything that you have, your job, even things like literally having to pay your bills. Like when you, yeah. you get that electricity bill or whatever, and you're like, oh, I don't want to pay this bill. Literally having the foundation. At least I have electricity. Exactly. Yeah. I have electricity. People, there are people that don't have that. If you can have that foundation and that perspective going into your day and going into your week, it's absolutely life-changing. And it just, you put off this energy of, 
gratitude and abundance that people feel when you're around them and it's mm-hmm. contagious, you know? So I, I feel like it just puts you in this flow state and makes your life go so much more smoothly when you have that foundation. So devotionals, gratitude journaling, I do breathing exercises. Um, and like I said, I'm not like religious about this stuff, but it's, I try to be good about it. And then I always yeah. try to set like three things that I know I'm going to get done that day. Um, or I'll plan my day. So if I'm trying, if I know I have a lot to do and I'm like, all right, I'm feeling like, yeah, I, I'm motivated. I feel like I could be productive today. Let me make an actual schedule. Sometimes I'll, yeah. um, but I'm just not really somebody who runs on a schedule very well. So like, I mostly will just be like, all right, we're knocking these three things out today. They're only three things. So there's no excuses not to get them done. You know? Yes. Oh my gosh. I think something that I have learned is I have been making my to-do list too long. Like, obviously I need to get all the things on my to-do list done, but there is a point where it's like, okay, I can do some of this tomorrow. So like I, something that I've been doing, because my first nature is to sit down and write everything down that I need to do. Like I literally have to-do list notepads like everywhere. Um, And so like my first instinct is to write every single thing that I need to do down And then, so what I've been doing is I have my first to-do list and then I literally rip it off, start a fresh one, and then write today's to-do list. Like, what do I absolutely have to do today? Because some things can be pushed to tomorrow. And I think that has helped me a lot because when I look and I see I have 27 things I have to do today, I just immediately don't want to do anything. I'm like, okay, I'm canceling everything. I'm not doing anything. And I'm laying in the bed because I'm freaked out. (laughs) So when I narrow that down, that really helps me a lot too. And along with the, um, the like positive mindset, like starting your day good. That's how I feel about reading books and listening to podcasts along the way. It's almost like that little bit of reinforcement of, having a good mindset and having a grateful heart. Like if you can plug those things in and especially with podcasts or if you can like listen to audiobooks, I feel like you can do those throughout your day. Like if you're cleaning, doing laundry, jogging, like work, whatever it is that you're doing, you can take time to put those into your life. And I know that I always feel mentally so much better when I am listening to those things Um, And so I just wanted to share some podcasts um, and books really quickly um, that have really helped me. So the first one, if you listen to this podcast, you already know that I'm going to say it's by Bob Goff. He is, I'm just so obsessed with him. He's an Enneagram 7. He's like 65 years old and has lived the most amazing life. Like, if you don't know, he literally like started a law firm, super successful and walked in one day and said, Hey guys, um, you guys can stay, but I quit, even though it was his law firm. (laughs) He was like, I'm going to travel the world and start schools in Uganda. And he just literally left that day. It was like, bye. And just like flew to Uganda and started schools. All the books he's written, he doesn't take any profit from, they go to children. Like he is just literally so awesome. And he brings his friends, kind of like this podcast, he brings his friends onto the podcast and his friends are a little bit cooler. <laughs> Maybe not cooler than mine, but 
he's got some pretty cool friends who have done all these like amazing things all over the world and like when you hear them talk about how they're helping others and how that makes them feel and that just makes me want to help people like that you know um next is sadie robertson whoa that's good she i have loved sadie if you guys don't know this my dog named sadie is named after sadie robertson like i love sadie robertson and well she has a new last name now huff but um her podcast is amazing too she always has such amazing people come on and give such good advice um and then kind of for the business side of things and you can touch on this too angie i also listen to your virtual upline and the gold digger podcast so do you have any podcast recommendations for us so honestly like i said my personal development journey has really been business based so all yeah. the podcasts that i listen to are mainly business based except for the mindset mentor I actually recently started listening to him and I, I literally listened to one episode and I got that day everything on my to-do list. And I'm just like you, Katie, I do the exact same thing. I made yeah. long to-do list and then my few things. I got everything done that day and I even did everything that I intended to do at the gym, which probably hasn't happened at, in like a year. <laughs> so I totally agree. Like the podcast pouring into you can, can totally change around your mindset and I also just wanted to point something else out. If you are feeling like stuck or uncreative, I always come back to mindset podcasts then or personal development mm -hmm. podcasts then, because if sometimes it just feels like your cup's empty, you know, and you need a little thing that, well, something to kickstart. And I know sometimes we'll like go on social media, us like creatives who run online businesses, we'll go to social media for inspiration, but often we can get caught in comparison there. So yes. Like, else, like a podcast, it's like reading a book. It's like listening to it yourself and pour, you, it's almost like you pouring into yourself and that gives yeah. you more creativity and can very often get you unstuck. So I like the mindset mentor for that. Um, business slash personal development podcasts are one of my favorites is Angie, the Angie Lee show, because she is, she's an Enneagram 7 too, actually, Katie. Um, yeah, she's super fun. She, uh, does a lot of marketing advice and mindset advice within that. And she talks a little bit about like limited beliefs and that's kind of where I'm really my area of passion when it comes to personal development. Um, so I love listening to her mommy millionaire. She's always good. Um, she's always got little golden nuggets. I like to listen to, and then often ambitious. They are two network marketing girls. And then I also listen to your virtual upline. So those are re some really good ones for network marketers. Awesome. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. So the next form of PD that I want to talk about is books. So I have like a little stack of books in front of me just to, so that I don't forget. So here we go with the obvious. My number one is Dream Big by Bob Goff. So he, I actually recommend all of his books because they will change your entire life. But Dream Big is one that is literally about what you need to do to follow your dreams. So, um, and his podcast does the same thing. So his podcast takes you through limiting beliefs and once you get to the other side of them and then how to take action after you've overcome them. So like his book is very similar to that too. And it just makes you want to just really just chase your dreams. Like it is amazing. Um, the next one is called called to create. 
I really love this book. It says like underneath a biblical invitation to create, innovate and risk. And it talks about how Jesus was like the first or not the first, but Jesus was an entrepreneur and um, it goes through different parts of the Bible that actually promote you running your own business and serving others. So I really, really loved that one. Um, other two that I have that are worth mentioning is Girl Stop Apologizing and Girl Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. She is so inspirational all the time. And then I actually have two more that I haven't started yet, but are in my lineup. Um, the next one is Dare to Lead, and I've heard this is very good. And as a Rodan and Fields consultant, I have a team. Um, I've recruited, technically recruited 60 people. But um, anyway, so I have a team, and I think that's going to be super helpful for me as a leader of a team. And then finally, this is the one I'm reading next, and I'm so excited about it. It's called The Road Back to You, an Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. So those are kind of, I don't know if the last two are good, but I have a feeling they will be because they are recommended to me by people. Um, I had one more that Bob Golf recommended to me. I've actually talked to him on the phone twice, by the way. He told me. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I bought it though, and I haven't read it yet. If I find it, I'll post it on the podcast page, but it's somewhere on my bookshelf. Um, it is a another personal development book that he recommended to me that one of his friends had written. So those are kind of my book recommendations. Do you have any for us? I know you always talk about one in particular that I have to read because you make me want to read it. Wait, which one? I'm going to say The Slot Edge. Oh, okay. I think I just talked about that a lot when, as I was reading it, because I haven't really done yeah. that books in the past. Um, it was, it was really good. That would definitely be on like my top uh, must reads, but it's not an easy read. It's a little bit more te technical. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's very different, like learning from men and women and the way that they kind of like approach personal development. And I think- yeah came at it from a little bit more of like a scientific almost point of view. I don't know. It was very interesting though. And it definitely like got my butt in gear. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's a good one. Uh, the slight edge. There's also, as you know, the one that you said, um, girl, stop apologizing. That changed my life completely. Yes. I think girls, us girls don't always realize how much we literally are apologizing for everything yeah. all the time and totally don't need to be. <laughs> um, so she just kind of helps you to live, live and do life shamelessly, um, which I love. Um, so there's those. And then the five second rule by um, Mel Robbins was one of the first ones that I read. Um, a, and that, that also was kind of where my personal development development journey kicked off. There, there was a training I watched in RNF that mentioned that book. And so I, I think I listened to the audiobook or something. But one of my favorite authors is Jen Sincero. She has this book called You Are a Badass. And she has oh, yes. You Are a Badass at Making Money. And <laughs> me, my like, seriously, a huge part of my personal development journey has been getting through this, um, scarcity and lack mindset and that's like a huge limited belief I have and that's it 
what this book is completely about. So I'm actually currently listening to the audiobook for the third time. Oh my gosh. That's how much I love it. <laughs> okay, well, I have to put that on my list. If you are on your third round, then it must be worth your time. So that's awesome. Okay, do you have anything else that you would just like to, we, basically, I do a Tuesday tip. I did not prep Angie for this, so sorry. <laughs> but I do a Tuesday tip because I launched my podcast on Tuesday. So is there any kind of tips related to mindset or personal development or anything like that that you would just want the listeners to hear and maybe think that somebody could benefit from? Mm. Um, well, I told Katie this little mini story before we got on, so I want to mention it before we close this out, but I was talking to my boyfriend about my personal development journey the other day, and I was like, I want to share more of this stuff with you, and he was like, well, I'm really interested. I want to do it, but I actually have absolutely no idea what it is and what it looks like because it's so not tangible, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's different for everyone. So for, I think if you are listening to this and you were kind of thinking like, all right, well, personal development might sound worth it or whatever, but I'm yeah. not really sure whether it's for me. Let me just tell you, personal development is for everyone. It has made my life so much easier, runs so much more smoothly. It's completely helped me overcome my anxiety. I don't struggle with anxiety, even a fraction of what I used to. And it's because I started this journey and it, it doesn't have to look perfect. My tip yeah. need to just start, start somewhere, start with anything, start with one podcast or one book. And a big piece of it is getting to know yourself. So a couple things that I always recommend people kind of kick off their journey with is something like the Enneagram test. Mm -hmm. um, a really quick and easy one you can do as well is the love languages test. Oh yes, I love that. Yeah, so important for relationships and communication. And um, there's also your human design that you can look into. That's kind of like a more in-depth, a little bit more woo-woo kind of thing. Um, I don't know a ton about it, but I'm starting to learn a little bit about it and it's really cool. But I think, I know for you and I both, the Enneagram has been huge. So if you yeah. haven't looked into that a little bit yet, start with that and then look at like a podcast or a book and start with that. And then you will kind of get the ball rolling and see this momentum happening. Yeah. And I think for me, like I need to take your advice with I know this is so silly. Like I think every day I wish I had a morning routine and then I just don't do it. It's like, what, what am I doing? So I just need to, I think it's because in my mind, I'm like, well, even if I do it half of the week, I know I'm not going to do it the other half that I'm working, but doing it half of the week is better than doing it none. Yeah. So I think I've got to just not try to be, like you said, like perfect or just start out like, all or nothing kind of thing like just kind of tap into it because I used to I do do a devotional every day but it's completely random like it's just like a random time of the day that happens that day and um I also have a little journal and it's actually super cool I got it from Altered State and it's a five-year journal and you write one line like if there's one line and you write one sentence about your day for five years and I'm on year four now so um, I can look back. I look back every day to see what I've done for the last four years on this date. 
and it is super interesting. And when I bought it, I was like, oh, this is cool. But I didn't realize because I bought it back in college four years ago. And so I didn't realize really how awesome it would be to look back on my days. Like even if you just say, did this with so-and-so, like it was my birthday a few weeks ago and I got to see what I did on my birthday every single day for the last four years. Just like a little memory thing. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. Especially I have a shopping like, list of thing, books and journals I'm going to go buy on Amazon right after we get off of this. <laughs> yeah, it's, called, it's literally just called One Line a Day is what it's called. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing I was going to comment on is when you were talking about like a thankful heart. This month, I, I wanted to do this last year and I didn't, but I have posted to my Instagram story every single day something that I'm thankful for. And... At first, I was like, how am I going to find, like, 30 things to list, you know? But as, and it was so good for me because I would wake up and be like, ooh, what's going to be my thankful for the, today? And I would, like, look around for things that I was thankful for, like, purposefully. And then, like, if it got to the end of the day, I would be like, oh, my gosh, I haven't posted my thankful today. What today went good or what was I thankful for today so I think that really helped me have just like a thankful heart this month and I'm kind of sad that that's going to be over in a few days because November is almost over but it has been really really good and that just shows like how being thankful and appreciative and having that mindset can like really just affect your day even for me it was literally just a quick picture and put on uh, my Instagram story so yeah. Anyways, thank you, Angie, so much for coming on. I know everybody's going to love you. Yay. Um, <laughs> will you go ahead and plug your Instagram if people want to creep on you? Ooh, please do come creep. <laughs> Send me a DM. Tell me that you came from the podcast. I'd love to know if yeah. you can do it. But um, so my Instagram handle is Angela Kaylee, K-A-Y-L-E-Y. And if you come across me on Insta, send me a message. We can chat. We can yeah. Tell her you heard about the podcast. Um, also, as always, Katie Micah Photography is booking 2021 weddings. All wedding packages come with a free engagement session and a free bridal consult. And I am booking up for 2021 if you would like a wedding photographer or have a friend who's engaged who would like one as well. So I love y'all. Have a great day. Thanks again, Angie. Love you.